Hi, I'm Arnie Skelton, and each week in this podcast series, I'm going to offer you my top 10 tips on particular topics or themes that might be of interest to you as a teacher or manager or both. Hi, and welcome to this week's podcast, which this week is all about incentivizing yourself. Often we make commitments to do something and then kind of run out of steam. And so I thought this week I'd just give you my top 10 tips on how to incentivize yourself to give yourself more of a sustained chance of achieving what you've set out to achieve. I'm sure many of these will be familiar with uh, to you, but it's just worth recapping them just in case. So tip number one, promise yourself a valued reward. Now, Incentives and rewards are a bit different for me. An incentive is something that you you set up before um, the task and the reward is something that happens after the task. So it's important really to remember that rewards are all important because you only get them once you've completed what you set out to achieve. So promise yourself a valued reward. Now, what that is is entirely up to you, but it should be smart, specific, measurable, achievable, relevant and time-framed. And the time-frame, of course, is completion of the task. So think of something that you value, that you really would like, and that you wouldn't ordinarily budget for. So it's a kind of bonus. It's a, it's a, it's a perk. It's something special. So, for example, when I started this whole process and started running my own business 30 years ago, every time I hit a particular target, a financial target or a, a new client target, I bought myself a decent bottle of wine. Um, I was always happy to drink, you know, fairly uh, supermarket plonk, as it were. But I thought, well, I'll just build myself a little, um, whatever it is, a little sort of uh, set of, of, of nice wine that I can look on. And it's kind of like a little um, reminder of success. So when I stopped drinking, I didn't do that anymore. But that was a really good incentive that converted into a very nice reward. So tip number one, promise yourself a valued reward. Uh, Tip number two, build a reward fund. Now, it's built on the same principle as as tip number one about rewards, but this time it's about building something that you feel long-term is almost unachievable and that you'd never put yourself... um, out to achieve because it would be too expensive or take too long. Well, here's the tip. Build yourself step by step that bigger budget, that bigger payoff, that bigger reward so that each time you achieve something that you think is is worth rewarding, then don't give yourself a specific a tangible reward there and then, but put it towards a bigger reward fund. So build a fund so each time you achieve something, maybe put £10 in a kitty or £15 in a kitty towards something that you then can cash in at two or £300 later down the track. So tip number two is build a reward fund. Tip number three, again, to do with rewards, have a reward catalogue. Uh, I've used this as a teacher with students and it's been a lot of fun Um a fun to compile and then fun to dish out when when somebody achieves it. So you have a catalogue and during the year or during the term, I would award points for certain achievements made by students. And what do points mean? Points mean prizes. And so there were some prizes that were for as low as five points up to, say, 100 points. And every student had a catalogue. 
and they could suggest what would go into the catalogue and we kept amending the catalogue as new ideas came through. But it was a bit of fun, people kept it in mind and there were things in there that everybody could achieve. Um, There was something at five points and there were things at 100 points and they could spend their points any time they like and then start again. So a rewards catalogue was a lot of fun for me as a teacher with my students and it could serve for you um, in in setting a whole raft of of points uh, rewards for a whole raft of of, of, um, projects or tasks that you're working on. So that's tip number three, have a reward catalogue. Tip number four, which I think is a very British thing, um, mentioned this previously in in podcasts, uh, promise somebody else you'll do it. That's tip number four, promise somebody else you'll do it. I think, Britain particularly, we hate letting other people down. We put ourselves out to make sure we put other people in. We just have that kind of wanting to give to others, uh, even if it's a sacrifice for ourselves. So I think if you promise somebody else that you're going to do something and you demonstrate that you've done it and have to demonstrate that you've done it, it's an incentive because you don't want to let the other person down. You know, if you've promised to clear somebody's drain for them, uh, then, then you're going to do it, aren't you? So if you promise that you will... Um, have something ready by a certain date and you promise it to other people, then you're just much more likely to do it by that date. So tip number four is promise someone else you'll do it. Tip number five, which builds on the previous tip, is that it's worth thinking about doing it with somebody else. So again, we don't want to let somebody else down. Um, I know this worked for me when I was uh, doing quite a lot of running and quite a lot of cycling. Um, if I'd said to somebody, yeah, okay, I'll meet you at 6am to go for the run, then even though it might be a bit of a struggle to get out for yourself at 6am, if you know somebody's out there waiting for you, you've got to do it. So do what you're struggling to achieve with somebody else. Co-opt somebody else in. Somebody who obviously wants to do the same kind of thing. So fitness regimes are really good for that kind of uh, commitment. So tip number five, do it together with someone else. Tip number six is perhaps a bit obvious. Try the reverse. Instead of giving yourself a reward for success, give yourself a penalty for failure to deliver. Now, this can be deadly serious uh, or it could be a lot of fun, um, but it's got to have the sense of a penalty. Um, I think a really good example of that is instead of putting £10 reward into your reward fund, which was my tip number two, you put £10 into a charity. Um, every time you fail to deliver to a date or to a deadline or to a particular standard. So tip number six, try the reverse. Uh, Penalise yourself for failure to achieve. Tip number seven, uh, make it part of your identity. This is something I'm, I'm really quite keen on. I learned this really when I was running. Um, if you regard running as a a project to be done, something that's out there, out with you, um, external to you. So I have to go running. It's easier not to do it because it's a task to be done. If, however, you can make it the case that I am a runner and therefore that's what runners do, you make it part of your identity. So if I'm a runner, then I go running. Currently, I do a lot of walking. Now, It's not a problem for me to do a lot of walking because I enjoy it. But I am a walker. I walk. I walk every day. So it's part of my identity. So 
if it's part of your identity, you're bound to do it. It's part of who you are. So you internalize it. So instead of it being an external task to be done, it's part of who you are. It's your ID. It's internal to you. So tip number seven, make whatever it is you're doing part of your identity. It's what somebody like me does. Tip number eight, um, if the task is complex or goes on for a long period of time and is perhaps a bit vague, then chunk it down. Break it down into smaller steps. You know, people have used the phrase, don't eat the elephant whole. So sometimes tasks can be a bit overwhelming and it's easier to tackle small steps, to do things in bite-sized chunks. So break the the complex and long and difficult task down into something much more um, small-scale and accessible. So tip number eight, incentivize yourself by breaking the complex down into something more bite-sized, chunking it down. Uh, Tip number nine, and this kind of is is a follow-on from the the wine um, collection. Number tip number nine is build yourself a collection. Uh, It's not just a one-off then, is it? It's not just buying a piece of porcelain. It's buying yourself some Wedgwood pottery collection or whatever. It's not just buying um, a bottle of wine. It's building a wine cellar. It's not just building or having one football kit it's a football kit for each team in the premier league so you can make something more sustainable through a reward and incentivizing system if you send set, set yourself a collection as a target it's no longer a one-off it's part way towards so tip number nine build a collection and tip number 10 is different from all the others it's not material it's not something tangible that you can hold and, and point to and say, that's my reward. It's Tip number 10 is simply create a feel-good factor. Just enjoy the satisfaction that comes from achieving something. My best example of that, I think, is crosswords. I'm not particularly a crossword fan, but I do get it that people who enjoy crosswords enjoy the struggle Probably because, most of all, they enjoy feeling good about having made it, having completed the crossword. It's a kind of punch-the-air feeling, you know, yes. And sometimes the harder the challenge, the greater the satisfaction in achieving it. So my final tip, tip number 10, is incentivize yourself by creating a feel-good factor. Know that once you have done it, you'll feel really good, it will feel really worthwhile. So there we are, my top 10 tips for incentivizing yourself. Just to recap, tip number one, promise yourself a valued reward. Tip number two, build a longer term reward fund. Tip number three, have a reward catalogue where points mean prizes. Tip number four, promise someone else you'll do it. Tip number five, do it together with someone else. Tip number six, try the reverse that's penalise yourself for not achieving it. Tip number seven, make it part of your identity. Tip number eight, if it's large, long-term and complex, break it down into smaller steps, chunk it down. Tip number nine, build yourself a collection to make it a more sustainable achievement. 
And tip number 10, create a feel-good factor. So that's it. Those are my top 10 tips for incentivizing yourself. Thanks very much for listening. Bye for now. Thank you for listening. If you've enjoyed this podcast, make sure you subscribe. You will still get the podcast for free, but you will also get an alert to let you know when the next podcast is available. And please recommend the podcast to anyone else you think might like it and benefit from it. Also, I'd really appreciate it if you could leave a review and any other comment, because they'll help promote the podcast series on the relevant platform. So, bye for now.